ladies, and welcome to the Amazing Bible Book Club. I'm Julie Callio, your host, and thanks so much for taking time out of your busy, busy schedules to tune in with me today. If by chance you want to contact me, you can do that at theab.bc.pc at gmail.com. Today we are looking at the public ministry of Jesus with the seven signs or miracles which pointed to the truth that Jesus was the Son of God. We will look at chapters 1 through 11, which leads us to the last week of Jesus's life before the crucifixion. We already covered the prologue, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18, which is unique to John. Then John has a second type of introduction, like Mark, starting with John the Baptist. There is no birth story, no genealogy, no wise men or shepherds, no angels, and no boyhood. Jesus begins in the midst of John's ministry. In verses 29 through 34, John the Baptist proclaimed Jesus as the Son of God, but there is no record of John baptizing Jesus nor of Jesus' temptation. In verses 35 through 51, we find some of John's disciples begin to follow Jesus, such as Andrew, who went and told his brother Peter, We have found the Messiah. Jesus found Philip, who found Nathanael, and brought him to Jesus. Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 12 is the first sign. Jesus turned water into wine. It was a wedding feast, and they ran out of wine. Mary, his mother, told Jesus, who said, My hour has not yet come. But Mary said, Whatever he says to you, do it. One thing that seems clear is that Mary must have seen wonderful things from Jesus to know that he could solve this problem. Jesus made the best wine. Verse 11 reads, This beginning of his signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory, revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. From there, they went to Capernaum. But then in verse 13, we see that Jesus went to Jerusalem. Verses 13 through 25, Jesus cleared the temple. In John, this event began Jesus's ministry. The Jews asked, what sign do you show us as your authority for doing these things? They will see many signs, but the religious leaders still did not believe. Verse 23 reads, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, during the feast, many believed in his name, observing his signs which he was doing. I really like verses 24 and 25. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them, because he knew all men, and needed not that any should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. Jesus did not need human affirmation because he knew man was sinful and selfish. Jesus sought to please the Father who is holy and loving. He also did not trust men, but he had complete trust in his Father. The first half of chapter 3, Nicodemus, a religious leader, came to Jesus at night because he knew that no one could do the signs that Jesus did unless God was with him. This is a beautiful conversation about being born again. 
And this is where John 3, 16 and 17 are located. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. The end of chapter 3 goes back to John the Baptist. Jesus had more followers than John. And when his disciples asked John, he said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He must increase and I must decrease. Verses 35 and 36 read, The father loves the son and has given all things into his hand. He who believes in the son has eternal life, but he who does not obey the son will not see life. For the wrath of God abides on him. Jesus had been in Judea, but because his fame was spreading, he left there and went to Galilee. Verse 4 of chapter 4 says, And he had to pass through Samaria. Now there were other roads to Galilee, which most Jews took, because they saw Samaritans as half-breeds, and Jews tried to avoid them at all cost, but not Jesus. He sat down at Jacob's well. Jesus was tired and it was about noon. Now Jesus had an encounter with a Samaritan, but not just a Samaritan, a woman. And not just a woman, but an outcast woman who had been married five times. And now she's living with a guy. Jesus knew and yet he spoke with her. He asked her for a drink, which led him to tell her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman knew that the Messiah was coming. He who is called Christ, when that one comes, he will declare all things to us. Jesus told her, I who speak to you am he. She left her water jug and ran into town and said, come and see a man who told me all the things that I have done. This is not the Christ, is it? The whole town came and Jesus stayed two days. Many more believed. And the people then declared to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves and know that this one is indeed the Savior of the world. This is why Jesus had to go through Samaria. The gospel is for all people. Jesus then went to Galilee and back to Cana where the first sign, turning water into wine, happened. Now there was a royal official's son who was sick at Capernaum. Jesus told him that his son would be healed, and it was so. Verse 54 reads, This is again a second sign that Jesus performed when he had come out of Judah into Galilee. Jesus left Galilee and went back to Jerusalem for a feast in chapter 5. He healed a lame man who was by the pool for 38 years. Jesus asked him, Do you wish to get well? It's interesting that he did not answer Jesus' question. Instead, he gave excuses. Jesus told him, Get up, pick up your pallet, and walk. Immediately he was well and did what Jesus told him to do. But it was the Sabbath and the religious leaders got on his case. The man did not know who Jesus was at the time, but later Jesus found him in the temple and said, Behold, you have become well. Do not sin anymore so that nothing worse happens to you. Since he immediately went and told the Pharisees, 
I've often wondered if something worse did happen to him. The religious leaders sought to persecute and kill Jesus because he healed on the Sabbath. In verses 19 through 47, Jesus explained to the Pharisees the relationship of the Father and the Son, and Jesus does what the Father tells him to do. It is a relationship bound in love. Then Jesus said in verse 39, Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they testify about me. Then he ends with, For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if you believe not his writings, how will you believe my words? With chapter 6, Jesus feeds more than 5,000 people with just five loaves and two fish, We learn in this version that Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, presented the boy who had the food. Jesus received it, blessed it, and distributed it, and they ate and were full, and they had 12 baskets full of leftovers. This was the fourth sign, and the fifth was Jesus walked on water. The people had followed Jesus to the other side because he fed them. In verse 28, they asked, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Plural. Jesus responded, This is the work of God, singular, that you believe on him whom he has sent. They asked for a sign to see and believe. Now keep in mind, Jesus had already fed them once. Jesus then declared, I am the bread of life. He that comes to me shall never hunger. And he that believes on me shall never thirst. Verse 35. And then verse 40 reads, And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up on the last day. The conversation continued. And then in verse 51, Jesus said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eats of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. He was talking about his crucifixion. The people thought he was talking of cannibalism and took offense at Jesus. And then verse 66 reads, From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Jesus then asked the twelve, Will you also go away? Simon Peter responded, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that you are the Christ the son of the living God. I have often thought of Peter's words when life was hard or I'm mad at God for something. I always come back to that. Where else can I go? For I know you are true. Jesus was in Galilee because the Jewish leaders were trying to kill him. Chapter 7. The Feast of Tabernacles was coming up. His brothers harassed Jesus because they did not believe in him. Verse 5. Jesus went up to the feast, and verses 30 and 31 read, They sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him, because his hour has not yet come. And many of the people believed on him and said, When Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than what this man has done? On the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, which celebrated how God had provided water through the wilderness with Moses, Jesus cried out, If any man thirst." Let him come to me and drink. 
He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. The religious leaders debated about Jesus, and Nicodemus, who had come to Jesus at night, tried to stick up for Jesus and reminded them the concept of innocent until proven guilty. Jesus came to the temple the next day, and the religious leaders brought a woman caught in the act of adultery and set her before Jesus, chapter 8. Now, keep in mind that the law said that both the male and the female were to be brought forth. They said, Moses said, Stoner, what do you say? Jesus said nothing, but stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground. I want to make clear that there is a lot of speculation as to what he wrote, but the truth is it does not say, so we don't need to know. But sometimes pastors talk as if they know, and they say this is what he wrote, but we don't know that, and that's okay to not know. I just trust less those pastors that talk as if they do know. The men kept on asking, and finally Jesus said, He that is without sin, let him cast the first stone. Again, Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground. One by one, beginning with the oldest, the men walked away because they knew they had sinned. Jesus was left alone with her, and he asked her, Woman, where are those accusers? Has no man condemned you? She said, No man, Lord. Jesus responded, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Jesus was the only one that was sinless there, and he could have condemned her, but he did not. When I was a teenager, I asked my pastor how she could go and sin no more. Was she perfect after that? He chuckled and shook his head at me, which he often did, and said, No, Julie, it meant she was to leave that life of sin. Oh. Then Jesus spoke to the people. I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Verse 12. Then verse 20. These words spoke Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple, and no man laid hands on him, for his hour was not yet come. Have you noticed this phrase is used throughout John? Verse 30. As he spoke these words, many believed on him. Starting in verse 31, Jesus talked to the Jews about freedom in Christ. They answered in verse 33, We are Abraham's seed and were never in bondage to any man. How say you ye shall be free? Now I want to point out to you what a lie this is. The Jews were in bondage first to Egypt. Then once they became a nation with a king, they were taken over by the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Persians, the Medes, the Greeks, and now the Romans. They are not actually free. Jesus then said to them in verse 37, I know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. They said, Abraham is our father. Jesus said that their father is the devil. Otherwise, they would accept him who came from the father in heaven. They turned around and said, it's not us who have the devil. You do. Jesus told them that Abraham saw Jesus's day and rejoiced. And then after being questioned about that, Jesus said, truly, truly, I say unto you before Abraham was, I am. 
They tried to stone him for that because then he's saying that he's God, but he passed by. Jesus's time is getting closer. As Jesus passed by, there was a man born blind. Chapter 9. Now, when we studied the Old Testament, we talked about the retribution principle. Bad things happen to sinful or bad people. You get what you deserve. So, when there is a man that's born blind, the disciples asked, was it his sin or his parents that caused this? Jesus said, neither, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Jesus spat on the ground, made clay with his spit, anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which meant sent. He left blind, he washed, and he came out seeing. He rejoiced. They asked how this could happen, and he said, Jesus did it. The Pharisees kept hounding him. They even asked his parents, who said, he's of age, ask him. In verses 24 and 25, the Pharisees said, give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. The man responded, Whether he, Jesus, was a sinner or not, I know not. One thing I know, that I was blind and now I see. They kept harassing the man and then said, verses 32 and 33, Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. They told him, You're born in sin and you're teaching us? And they cast him out. Now, ladies, keep in mind the religious leaders were also born in sin, just like everyone else. When Jesus had heard, he met the man again, and the man saw him, talked with him, believed, and worshipped. Then the comparison was made that the religious leaders who thought they saw were actually blind to the truth of Jesus. In chapter 10, Jesus taught that he was the door and the good shepherd and the sheep hear his voice. In chapter 11, we see the family of Lazarus, Martha, and Mary. Lazarus was dying and the sisters sent word to Jesus, but he delayed in coming, even though he loved them. Lazarus had been dead four days when Jesus arrived. Martha said, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, whatever you ask, God will give to you. Jesus said, your brother will rise again. And Martha said, I know that he will rise on the last day. Then Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Martha said, yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the son of God. Mary came to see Jesus. She was weeping. (laughs) The people were weeping. And Jesus wept too, verse 35. Jesus commanded, they remove the stone away, and Jesus called Lazarus forth, and he came. The religious leaders were upset because if we let him alone, all men will believe on him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation, verse 48. They thought he might come to Passover, and they put out word to tell them, if they know where he is, let him know. 
His hour is almost at hand, ladies. Verse 54 says, Jesus therefore walked no more openly among the Jews, but went into a country near the wilderness, into a city called Ephraim, and there continued with his disciples. Oh, ladies, what I gave was just a brief overview, and John is full of such depth that I hope you are actually reading the scriptures as we go. The phrase that struck my heart this time was when Jesus said to the religious leaders, you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. Another translation said, you have no room for my word. Do you have room in your heart and your life for Jesus and his words? He is life. Today, if you hear his voice, please don't harden your hearts. Instead, let's be women like Martha that declares, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God. Until next time, and thank you so much for listening.